It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by Price Picks. Price Picks is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week, you might be already in it, it might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder. Your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the May 10th episode of the Locked On Thunder podcast. Thank you so much for making me a part of your day. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. And we come to you with heavy hearts today here at the Locked On Thunder podcast because we must say goodbye to Mr. Thunder himself. That's right. Number four, Nick Collison, stepping down after 15 years with the Oklahoma City Thunder and going out in some rarefied air. Nick Collison joins just a handful of players who spent their entire career with one team while they were in the association. We'll tell you who some of those players are. Plus, there's an amazing stat from Nick Collison. I had no idea that this guy had. We'll tell you about that and discuss what might be the most fitting way for the Thunder to honor this guy. Was Russell Westbrook calling him out to midcourt enough? Was that that the best way to show Nick Collison appreciation or is there more the Thunder can do? Also in segment number one, Paul George had had a successful knee scope that happened out in Los Angeles. I'll tell you why that's a good thing for him. Then, trading Russell Westbrook is becoming a real thing. I thought it was extremely ludicrous when we threw it out on this podcast, but now apparently the starters on NBA TV are talking about it. There are national shows on ESPN who are discussing it, national radio shows. So, would Russ ever want to leave Oklahoma City, and would he want to do it sooner rather than later? That's segment number two, and then segment three, we'll look at the Western and Eastern Conference Finals. Plus, we'll discuss... Are the Philadelphia 76ers really worthy of the title team of the future? My name is Eric G. I did radio in Oklahoma City here for a few years. I'm a credentialed member of the media. You can see a lot of my work because I do a lot of video and audio for LockedOnThunder.com at LockedOnThunder.com. So anything from players and coaches is going to be there. Please go check it out. I would be very honored. I'd also like to thank the folks at... Thunder Digest, especially Chuck Cheney, for allowing me to do a podcast there called the G League, and maybe we'll get that started back up this summer. 
And if you enjoyed that podcast, I thank you very much. But hopefully you're enjoying Locked on Thunder as much as I am. So let's jump into it. Segment number one, Paul George having successful knee surgery or having a successful knee scope yesterday. It happened out in Los Angeles. He'll be on the shelf for six to eight weeks. It's a good thing it happened in Los Angeles because that gives the Lakers less area to travel to go check in on Paul George. And yeah, I do think it's going on. I know it's tampering, but this is the Los Angeles Lakers. They've already been caught once, so we know that they're going to do it again. Hell, probably more teams than the Lakers are tampering with Paul George now, having guys reach out to him, talk to him, talk to his representatives, and giving Paul George an idea of what they can offer him when he decides to make his move and go someplace else and play after this summer gets gets rolling. I think I know. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Anyway, back to Paul George. When it was Kevin Durant's free agency, I was willing to kidnap Kevin Durant, and I had a willing accomplice in this. We were going to do it just like the guys did in Celtic Pride. Kidnap Kevin Durant, stick him in a basement, and then hold him hostage till he agrees to sign with the Oklahoma City Thunder. I was willing to do that for KD. One, because it would have been worth it, and I think the Thunder would have gone to the NBA Finals the next year. Also, because everybody else wanted Kevin Durant back, I think I would have gotten off. Little slap on the wrist, some probation. I am 100% certain, with absolutely nothing to back this up, that Sam Presti would have gladly paid my bail, got me out of jail, and taken care of any legal fees that I had because he would have gotten the big prize in free agency, which was his own player, Kevin Durant. I'm not willing to do that with Paul George. And just from what I've seen around the city, I think everybody else is feeling that way too. When Kevin Durant was leaving, there was hashtag stay KD. There were billboards about stay KD. There was a fence company that had a stay KD billboard themselves. I don't see it with Paul George. And I don't think it's because people want Paul George any less than what they wanted Kevin Durant. I think most people have just gotten to that point where they know Paul George is going to leave. So they don't want to put out the effort and try and recruit Paul George the way that the Oklahoma City Thunder are recruiting Paul George. And I'm okay with that. Normally, I would say in this kind of situation as fans, we need to show this guy how much we love him. But once you've been burned before, you're not willing to stick your your neck out again and have that kind of rejection. So forget Paul George. If Paul George wants to leave and go play with the Lakers or the 76ers or the Toronto Raptors, more power to him. I wish him nothing but the best. I hope the guy is successful. Do I want him back here in Oklahoma City? Yes, just not near as bad as I wanted Kevin Durant back here in Oklahoma City. And unfortunately for us, we are losing Nick Collison at least as a basketball player. And if you would like to hear Nick Collison's parting words, you can go to ESPN.com. Royce Young has some of those printed out there on his story. And I sent out the Thunder press release at GEEHSO. You can read them there. Fitting retirement for Nick Collison. Not a lot of pomp and circumstance. There's not going to be a press conference, or at least that's what I was told by people in the Thunder organization today, that it's just, hey, Nick's retiring, and that's kind of the end of his career. And during that last home game of the season, Russell Westbrook, 
makes an announcement in front of everybody at the peak, and then calls Nick Collison to midcourt. And at that time, we sort of knew Nick Collison was going to retire. And here is Nick Collison from that night, on that moment, when Russell Westbrook decided to honor him. Uh, yeah, it was cool. Uh, you know, that meant a lot to me. And uh, we've, we've had a, a long time we've been together, and we've been through a lot together. And um, it was cool to be able to to have a moment like that. And, uh, you know, like I've said a lot of times, I'm, not a lot of people get to you know, play with with a guy that long and, and go through the things we've been through. So it's cool to it's cool to be able to have that type of relationship. Collison is always very humble, ever much the team player, and extremely appreciative of Russell Westbrook. And for Nick Collison, you can tell when you ask him about Russell Westbrook, he smiles. He he likes the fact that he's been able to see Russell Westbrook grow over these last 10 years in Oklahoma City. Speaking of Russell Westbrook, from that same night, here is Russ on why he did this for Nick and what Nick Collison means to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Well, I mean, it's just uh, such an unselfish, unbelievable guy, man. And somebody I always looked up to since I've been here. He showed me the ropes, and uh, I'm just thankful to be able to you know, have those, these, these 10 years and whatever it is more to come, if not, but I'm just uh, thankful to have him uh, by my side each and every day. Um, and I, I appreciate everything he's done for me. So. That's a great way to honor Nick Collison. And I know Nick Collison got a contract that a lot of people thought was ridiculous as he was winding his career down here in Oklahoma City. But it just doesn't seem to be enough. For a guy who's been tagged with the nickname Mr. Thunder, Hopefully that night is not the end for Nick Collison. I and, and I don't want I don't want to see the Thunder say, hey man, this is it. This is all we are doing for you. You got honored at midcourt in one particular game, and boom. That's the end of what we think you deserve. No. I, I'm pretty sure that Collison, if he wants a job in the organization, can get a job in the organization, whether it's in the front office or whether it's broadcasting coaching, whatever, they'll be more than glad to to have him around. But Nick Collison needs to have his jersey retired. Number four needs to be hanging from the rafters. And I will give you that Nick Collison is not your typical guy that deserves to have his jersey prominently displayed in any arena, at least not in the NBA. At Kansas, sure. In fact, speaking of Kansas, that's Nick Collison's signature moment. Not even really anything he did in the tournament, but when he had that incredible game on Big Monday, and I can't even remember who it was, Dick Vitale gave him a standing ovation. Dick Vitale has never done that for any other basketball player. That's Nick Collison's signature moment. I don't even know what it would be here in Oklahoma City. If you've got a Nick Collison signature moment, tweet me at G-E-E-H-S-O and let me know what it is. Because by the time I got back to Oklahoma, Nick Collison was... If he ever was a starter, and I think he was for a little bit of time, I could be wrong about that, and I apologize, but he was coming off the bench. He was a role player. But he's always been ever steady, and he's always been that guy that in the face of the storm could kind of calm things down. And we, when he had an opportunity to answer the question at the exit interview, which I wish he would have, because I was the one that asked the question. Of course, I'm being very selfish now. When he had an opportunity to answer that question, he deflected it and always wanted to talk about the team. That is what the Thunder have always been about. It's team 
and community first, individual honors second, or at least that's the way that they brand themselves, Sam Presti with intrinsic values and everything else. Well, if that's truly what you believe, then give Nick Collison his due and go ahead and retire the number four and don't allow anyone else to, to, to wear it. And don't do it unofficially. Don't make it one of these things where you just don't pass the number out for 10 years because everyone knows that it's Nick Collison's jersey and nobody's worthy of doing it. Do it for real. Have a banner that says Nick Collison number four and no one will ever wear this number again because, well, he's your ever steady. His nickname is Mr. Thunder. And if your nickname is Mr. Insert Organization here, then you should have your jersey retired. This is the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Coming up in segment number two, could the Thunder really trade Russell Westbrook? More importantly, does Russell Westbrook want to stay in Oklahoma City? We discuss. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Thunder Podcast. I I thought when I threw out the idea of trading Russell Westbrook, and it, and it happened because there was a Twitter conversation between a guy that calls himself Thunder and Lightning on my Twitter feed. And by the way, Thunder and Lightning, I thank you very much for listening to the Locked On Thunder Podcast and hitting me up on Twitter every day. And you can do that. You can do it as well at G-E-E-H-S-O. But Thunder and Lightning started off the conversation, sign and trade Paul George, ship him off to the Lakers, get Brandon Ingram, maybe some, I can't remember who the other player was off the top of my head, and some other guys, and then go after Trey Young. Get draft picks, go after Trey Young. And in order to make a guy like Trey Young work, you're going to have to get rid of Russell Westbrook. Well, this has become a thing. I thought we would have the discussion here. This is as far as it would go. But now, national talk shows on radio, national podcast, NBA, TV, the starters, ESPN, everybody's talking about the tradability of Russell Westbrook, which leads me to this. Would Russell Westbrook be happy anyplace else but Oklahoma City? And yeah, I, I think there's always that chance that Russell Westbrook would. But one thing that Oklahoma City has that no other team is going to give Russell Westbrook, at least no other team that is in position to win a championship right now could give Russell Westbrook, is Russell Westbrook is the unquestioned face of this organization. If you send Russell Westbrook to the Toronto Raptors or the Milwaukee Bucks, and I kind of wonder if you trade him to the Bucks, are you getting Giannis in exchange for that? I guess Russ would supersede Giannis and Tenenkupo, but Giannis has been a buck his entire career. Russ, while he may be the more exciting player, is kind of Johnny-come-lately in that situation. If Russell Westbrook goes to the Lakers, and let's say he goes with Paul George, he's probably the face there. But you got Lonzo Ball, and I don't think the Lakers are looking to add Russell Westbrook along with Paul George. 
Toronto, it's Kyle Lowry, DeMar DeRozan. If you go to the Celtics, and of course the Celtics, I guess you're giving away Kyrie Irving. I It just, you're not the same guy anywhere else than what you are here in Oklahoma City. And if it's all about winning a championship, well, then I would say this to Russell Westbrook. If, if a ring is truly what he wants, then you can do it here in Oklahoma City but this is where we always talk about Russell Westbrook changing his game and Russell Westbrook becoming more of a team player. The Thunder will allow Russell Westbrook to not be a team player all Russell Westbrook wants because the Thunder, more than anything, are just happy to be relevant, happy to have people coming to the peak, and happy to have people buying jerseys. And like we talked about yesterday, if you trade Russell Westbrook and the rebuilding process is going to take eight years for the Thunder to win a championship, would you be willing to trade that in order for some years of the Thunder picking in the lottery? In order, the Thunder going to have to suck in order to get better. Are you okay with that as an Oklahoma City Thunder fan? I'm not sure that the Thunder fans are buying that. I think Russ, maybe later in his career, might be happy going and chasing a ring, but for now... This guy wants to be the face of the organization, and there's no better place for him to do that than right here in OKC. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Coming up next, we'll talk Eastern and Western Conference Finals, plus why the 76ers aren't really worthy of the title team of the future. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Eastern and Western Conference Finals are set. You've got the Golden State Warriors and the Houston Rockets in the West. Over in the East, the Boston Celtics and the Cleveland Cavaliers. I think we've we've seen that movie before. Yeah, we've seen that movie before. Um, yeah, Golden State's going to beat Houston. I think we know that. And Cleveland is most likely, or excuse me, LeBron James is most likely going to knock out the Boston Celtics. Of course, if they do, then every... Of course, if the Celtics win, I should say, then we need to go back and recast our ballots for Coach of the Year and give it to Brad Stevens. That's why this is a regular season award, because if it was based on playoff success, then Dwayne Casey probably would be finding himself getting shipped out of Toronto. And I'm not so sure that that still won't happen. Yeah, I know he's Coach of the Year, but Joe Girardi got fired after being Manager of the Year with the Florida Marlins. When it comes to the future of the NBA, the Thunder can still have a say in what what is going to happen in the association, provided that they get the the core of their team back after this offseason. And a lot of people, like, I saw saw it so much hyperbole, so much hyperbole, hyperbole yesterday after the Celtics 76ers game Steve Levy from ESPN saying, oh, the Celtics and the 76ers are going to meet for year to come and for years to come. And that all sounds great. But I think we need to tap the brakes on the Philadelphia 76ers and not anoint them as the team of the future just yet. Now, they could end up with Paul George. 
I know I may have just made your stomach turn there. They could end up with Kawhi Leonard, and they may, they, they may very well fill out that bill. But as long as LeBron James is in the East, and as long as he stays with the Cleveland Cavaliers, nobody's the team of the future. And then you've got the Boston Celtics who are going to get back Kyrie Irving next year. They're going to have Gordon Hayward, and that's another team you have to contend with. And oh, yeah. When they find a coach and when they are able to get it all together, there's also the Milwaukee Bucks. So yes, I like the 76ers and I think you're trusting in the process, but I will also say that they are further away than what we think because this was kind of a weird year in the East. Some things happen that don't normally happen in the East and still the Toronto Raptors ended up with the first seed, the Cavaliers ended up with the fourth. And the Celtics ended up with the second. And you got waxed by the Boston Celtics who didn't didn't even have their full allotment of players. Toronto's not going anywhere anytime soon. We know Boston isn't. And I think you've got to look out for the other teams that we've mentioned uh, along in the East. So, yeah, the 76ers are great. Team of the future. I'm not willing to go there just yet. They may be a fun team to watch, but I'm not hanging any banners or giving any, any rings in the next little bit. And as far as the West goes, I don't know who the team of the future is in the West. I think it was e- I think it's easy to say the Pelicans with Anthony Davis. And of course, they'll be a lot better if DeMarcus Cousins comes back. The Jazz is going to be a hot pick for everyone. But as long as the Rockets stay together and as long as the Golden State Warriors are healthy, the only team, and I will say this until I die, if everybody comes back, the only team talent-wise and physicality-wise that can compete with both of those are the Oklahoma City Thunder. But as everything is right now with OKC, TBD. That wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. Again, we'd like to thank Nick Collison for all his years of service to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Oh, I promised you, he was in rarefied air, and I should have mentioned this at the first segment of the show, but I didn't get to it. Here are some of the names that Nick Collison joins as far as staying with your team for an entire career. Bill Russell, Jerry West, James Worthy, David Robert, David Robinson, Manu Ginobili, Reggie Miller, Dirk Nowitzki, and John Stockton. That's just some of them. So, Nick, it's been a hell of a career, man, and we are definitely going to miss you as a member of the Thunder. But somehow we all think you're sticking around. That wraps up today's show. Until tomorrow, everybody love everybody and peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.